Before we wander on into the episode, I just want to make sure that everyone goes out there and hits up the YouTube, check out the Spotify, check out Apple, wherever you're listening or watching to this ep- uh, podcast, is to go down, like it, subscribe, hit the bell if it's YouTube, make sure you're getting those reminders. We do put these out every week, um, so make sure you do to do all that. It helps us out, and in the long run, we can make better things. So again, like, subscribe, all that fun stuff. If life really is a simulation, the simulation was on point up there at the uh, chalet. Because, I mean, the, the views were spectacular. That was the A-team in designers, huh? Yeah, yeah. The, they really got the coding done well. <laughs> we can wander our way over because this is Wolfram Ways. What's Bigfoot possibility? Clink! What's up? What's up? What's up? Everybody, how are we doing? It's another wonderful Wednesday here with the Wandering Ways crew. It is... Your boy, Reverend Marcus, alongside, as per usual, the guy, he reigns somewhere in the Rocky Mountains. I think that is what it is. I don't know. They call him the Rock of the Rockies, the uh, the Rock. Bill and Billings. It is Ranger Zach. Ranger How Zach. we doing? The Bill and Billings. I love it. You know, I hey. Can't complain. It's windy and fucking cold, but that's winter out here in Montana. That's what it's like, at least out here on the eastern front. Um, kind of close to the Rocky Mountains, you know, Billings, Park City, kind of close by, 30 miles away, if so, if not less. Um, I call that, you know, when you look at the Yellowstone River, you look at the mighty Yellowstone River and what it is. That right there, that Park City where the like hills, the Columbus Hills kind of open up. Right there is where the Yellowstone River goes from a mountain river to a plains river. It slows way the fuck down, and it gets all zigzaggy. It just does its thing. Um, so, yeah, I don't know if you classify Billings in the Rockies. We're definitely a gateway to the Rockies. You can get there to Red Lodge. You can get to the you know Paradise Valley pretty easy, the crazies, the snowies, all the fun ones. Um, to me, Billings is more of the gateway to flat. If you go, If you go one way... Well, that's like, that's why to me that's why i made made sure to tell you that or say to me it's the gateway to just flat planes because you know where i am moving when i hit billings it's we're now hitting flatlands but if i was you know in missouri i don't know why i'd want to be in missouri but if i was in missouri yeah it would be the gateway to the rockies <laughs> Yeah, I feel you. I get what you're saying. Um, see, that's where we need that road trip I always talk about, where it's like we got to spend like 10 days in the state of Montana, hitting like all the different parks and state parks throughout like like the eastern half and the western half, and just give you that just that true taste of what it means to be. No, it, the next the next like true road trip. If I were to do like a true road trip where you're doing just bunch covering a bunch of distance, bunch of places type deal, I would. And I think you can get a long ways just because that's how it is. 
I'd make every stop a hot springs. I think you could get west coast to east coast and you could do it. I mean, I know Montana, I know Montana has a map of like the hot springs. I know there's like each state has their maps. Yeah, you just gotta find the one right one where it's like and then you just gotta figure out the route that you're gonna take and every every night you have to stay in the hot springs. I'm about it. Oh, I know. I think it would be It'd be the most stressful yet relaxing trip out there. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, every trip's stressful, you know, because it's like right, you got yeah. all planning, you're going through. So it's like there's there's that stressful part because you're just on a trip. And you know, I'm not saying the stress is always bad, but and then it'd be relax the most relaxing because every night you just chill in the hot springs. <laughs> And then you just pass out. Like I get like, to be fair, like some of the best hot springs I have are, you know, you have some of the best sleep right after. Yeah. Like there's I a, did... uh, there's a reason, um, for why you sleep way better after getting in like hot showers or hot springs or hot tubs or all that things. And, uh, surprising, surprisingly, it's actually not because you get warmer from, the hot tub, hot springs, whatever. It's because when you get out, you get colder. Your body temperature drops. And that's that drop in temp that makes you all drowsy and fall asleep easier. Because you actually sleep better if you're a little cold. Oh, fun fact, fun fact. Um, I did do, when we went to Yellowstone Hot Springs, um, the last time with Thea, I did do the 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 polar plunge that they have. Yeah, so I remember you talking about it. You sit in the one, you do the walk, you jump in the cold, and it, it's refreshing. Like when we did the one there in Ashland, man, like getting in that sauna and then jumping right back into the pool after that, oh, phenomenal feeling. 100%. That, uh, I went to the one in uh, here in Ashland uh, a couple of weeks ago, and it was. I went at a great time. I went at a great time for people watching. I really did. Because uh, I'm in the steam room. And I, I just went by myself. You know, I had I did heavy workout. And I was like, oh, it sounds really nice. Let's go. So I'm in the steam room. And there's a lot of people in the steam room. And actually, we're like, it's like dark. So it's just like lights and stuff. So in the steam room, you can't see shit. And this guy sitting next to me. He starts just like, he starts like kind of rubbing himself, kind of just like leaning forward and back. He's like, he's like, ah, the shrooms are kicking it. Just starts going real, real touchy feely. I was like, because they want you to be quiet at the one here in Jacksonville. So I'm actually trying not to laugh out loud because this guy's right. just being crazy. But, and that was that was just part of it i mean when you're in the like hot tub part of the hot springs uh there was a lot a lot of couples at that time and man oh man i you know thank god it was a little dark because i think i would have seen some things that uh you know most of the time you got to pay pay-per-view for <laughs> Yeah, that's I do have that issue when it does come to hot springs. You do get like 
the hippies that like want to like make love in the hot springs mm-hmm. and it's like I get it. Some of the natural ones, it's cute and all, but when it comes to like the public ones, especially how small that tub is there in, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. It was, it was was just like peak people watching. Uh, it was, it was fantastic. I can imagine. I mean, that's like a hippie, 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 hippie that I've ever seen in my life. Oh, 100%. And I love it. I love it. Um, but <laughs> no, we're not here. We're not here to talk hippies. We're not here to talk hot springs. Uh, well, actually, maybe. I don't know. I have to. You have to wait and see. Maybe there'll be a little bit more hot spring talk. Um, but no, we are here uh, today because it's been a hot minute since we've done our top five national favorite national parks it's been two years two, two years. years jan 6 like, 2021 episode 19 episode 20 og shit as they say yeah it's a it's a doozy it's way 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 back in the old uh archives um <clears throat> so we are here. We're here to talk and share. Um, and, you know, we'll give you a refresher on what ours were. And uh, we'll see if there's any differences. Um, you know, uh, surprisingly, surprisingly, there are. There are some differences. Um, biggest one uh, being um, I excluded two parks on my list this time. That if I kept the same criteria as last time, would still make the top five. But we're just keeping this in the United States of America, those parks. Um, And so Banff and Jasper, which were in my top five two years ago, those would still be in my top five now. But I'm not including them this time because I'm not leaving the United States um so no Banff, no Jasper, but no all my Banff and Jasper fans, they're still near and dear to my heart. No, I think that's fair. I think you know, when we did this, we did North American parks, they were spread out over two episodes. Honestly, I listened back because I was curious at what rankings we had. Because I was like, Oh, I'm curious. Like I ranked my new one. How does it line up? And it's kind of interesting how they line up when you compare them. Uh, Because it's interesting, like, what changes and what doesn't change uh, in those realities. Um, I, you know, I'm excited uh, to hear because getting rid of two big parks like that, you know, you had Jasper at number two. Um, Like that, 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 that opens it up. And I'm interested. There's one, there's one park in particular that I look on your list that I'm, I'm curious where it falls. Um. Because I know it's there, um, so I'm interested to see how that goes in the episode. I'll I won't I'll save that one for when when you announce it. Um, my list is kind of interesting. Just you know, I'll talk about it as we kind of go along as well. But it's exciting shit, my guy. Like I, it's fun to talk about this. T- talk about our top fives, our top five favorite parks. You know, this is national parks in the USA. Um, it's a true top five because you'll probably get all five over this rather than the two episodes again i like 
I said, it was a what for looking back in the archives. This is one of our better episodes. So if you want to listen to um, what we had to say about some of these parks and some other parks, because we're not talking about them all, you know, if you are a Banff and Jasper fan, definitely go check that out because Mark shows his love. 100%. 100%. Yeah. So, um, <clears throat> anyways, we're going to go in. We'll start it off. Um, coming in number five. Uh, I think I'll go first this time. I think you went first last time, so I'll go first. Uh, I went first last time. I listened, but go ahead, keep it going. Oh, okay, never mind. No, no, no. If you went, I wanted to switch it up because most of the time I go first, so or no, I go second. So you go first. No. You go first. All I right, want, all right. I want to hear because right, you're number no. five last time. Your number five last time was the Redwoods. Yeah. Number five last time was the Redwoods. This time it's not. Uh, it is a park that actually is trending downward when you look at my top five from last time. Uh, and we're hitting good old Zion National Park there in southern Utah. One of the mighty Utah five. Um, it, you know, for me, Zion, it's still awesome. It's still beautiful. It's a great place to go. Uh, I think, I think why it's dropped on my list is, uh, angels landing, uh, and how, how much, uh, people are going and how dangerous of a spot angels landing has become and just people ruining that park. So I think that's kind of the main gist of why it's dropped. It's still, you know, there are a lot I'd like to kind of go back but I think I'd like to check out the BLM land that surrounds it. Cause rumor is there's a campsite that overlooks the Canyon, uh, but it's BLM land. And uh, I think it would be cool to camp in that campsite. <laughs> right. Um, Zion actually was my number three as well. And it actually fell completely out of the top five. It is close up there. But when I look at Zion with you, like, as you say, like one of the things that one of the reasons it's falling back to me is like, I don't necessarily need to go back there because I've been there a couple of times. I've done some pretty major hikes there. I do want to do the narrows. So don't get me wrong. I do want to go back. I want to do the narrows. That BLM land sounds promising, but there's just some other ventures that are just a little bit higher. Um, and when you're truly ranking like top five, um there's just some other places that i feel like fit that you know of who i've become in the last two years since we last talked about this yeah yeah no i feel you um i get you what, let's talk about zion you like it why why you like zion i mean when you do make it to angel's landing and you get that view looking down that canyon that's hard to beat that is really that is a like when it comes to views like that is like premier top tier views of either way look up or down the canyon pick away it's it's like it's a legit view so that's really and narrows is dope as shit if you get to if you get the chance to do narrows it's such a dope ass hike like it it's the tough one to beat like it has when you're talking about heavy hitter hikes, Zion's got the heavy hitter hikes where you're like, damn, like it's you're going because of, of like these hikes. You're not going because of like, yeah, you know, well, you're going for the views and the beauty. But like those hikes, it's tough to beat. Like those are probably honestly some of the best hikes out there in the country. 
Right. And you're concentrated right in that canyon, that Zion kind of canyon that the park is in. And to me, that like, that's what makes it cool. Cause like, you're right. Like there's so very few of those places. And that's when you talk about your top five, each one of these places has that kind of element or factor of like, well, yeah, like it's one of those places. It has those things to do. And you're right. Like angels landing, like overcrowded. I'm glad we did it when we did it. Um, cause that was one with Tyler. I was really trying to get to do with him and don't get me wrong. If he, if he said, called me tomorrow and said, Hey man, down in, in May on this weekend, I got a permit. Like, yeah, I'm down to go. But in reality, it's like, I have done it. I am glad I've done it. Um, you know, I got different ones. Uh, that's why it fell out of mine, but it's still up there. Like I like Utah. I like the desert. I want to go back. Yeah. I will but it's not high priority and it's not top five for me, but hundred percent. Um, what's yours? What's your new number five? What cracked mine. And I had Canyon lands before and kind of the same reason Canyon lands fell out as Zion is just, I really haven't spent the time there. So for really, for it to be like my top five favorites, you know, I, I would like to spend like, yes, I want to go back there. I want to see time, but the redwoods and like last year when you and i went down there uh to crescent city and did that little uh trip um and then matt trip down there the trip with my parents like all that just kind of you know tyler you and i going down there just the more and more going back to the redwoods um i i see how cool it is of a place how unique it is of a place um i want to spend more time there for sure so for sure i know the redwoods the redwoods are uh they're pretty dope not gonna lie uh that's a that's a good one to put in your top five there um moving on uh again this is my number four my number four it's a new one to the list uh again i do want to make the disclaimer no ban for jasper uh, I think Man from Jasper would probably uh, make both Zion and Yellow and Yellowstone my number four. I exploded <laughs> it. Uh, just trying to set it up real cool, and I screwed it up. But no, Yellowstone's my number four. Bamp and Jasper would probably knock these two out um, <clears throat> of the top five. Um, but I mean, Yellowstone, it's your classic park. You know, it really. It's kind. Of, it's a standard when it comes to like the park. It's got everything uh, in it that you would you would want. Uh, it's massive, so you can see a lot of shit. Uh, you can see a lot of cool shit. Um, you know, you got the animals. You got great views. Uh, you know, I think if I end up going back to Yellowstone, uh, I almost have to get into a deeper hike. I can't just like do the smaller. I got to get, I think I got to get minimum six miles in me uh, if I go back to a Yellowstone. And there's a spot. There's there's two spots that I have found in that park that I think would fit that criteria for you. One is that Slough Creek up there in the Lamar Valley. It has like a nice hike, a backcountry hike you can do. And it is it is very bear country prevalent. So you do want to be careful. You want to have the bear spray, be smart, be loud, be noisy. But it has some of the best fishing in the world back there, apparently. 
Bell. I think that would be kind of cool. And then I found a valley. And I'm not going to tell you where this valley is because I don't want anyone looking it up. <laughs> I think it is super remote. It is, it is not in the park, but is near the park. It's a super remote valley where there's no people, there's no roads, there's no nothing. And I'm just like, if you could hike in there, I'm sure you could see some cool shit. For sure. I can see, I can, uh, I can imagine there's probably anything that can get pretty remote. There's going to be some cool shit going on in there. Right. No, I, and I, I think that's a place in Yellowstone and Yellowstone does make my list. Uh, we'll talk about that a lot later, but I'm glad it makes your list. I was curious. Cause yeah, it's one that doesn't, didn't make your list. Um, but it is, I mean, it is one of those parks. It is very touristy. You will run into people. Yeah. Will, um, it, yeah. Yep. Yeah. I mean, it's a lot of, there's and rightfully so that a lot of people go to this uh, park for sure. Anyways, moving on. What is, uh, what is Ranger Zach's number four? My number four, you asked? Well, my number four actually stayed the same. It was, wow. the, it was the Grand Canyon. And I mean, you said it yourself when you first saw it, man, pull the car over. You know what I mean? Like, like it is spectacular. It is one of those things that you see for the first time that like, wow, like I, I want to keep looking at it. I want to keep studying it, seeing it, looking at the layers. I want to go hike down into it more. I want to stay at the lodge. I want to see sunrise, sunset, like all those things that you just like, I want to keep going back there. I want to keep doing it. I want to keep seeing it. I want to keep, you know, go back to see Horseshoe Bend, go back, try that walkway over the Grand Canyon, do the, you know, all that, all the stuff that there is to offer. Maybe do a helicopter ride into the Grand Canyon. Yeah. I mean, the Grand Canyon is pretty freaking, pretty freaking sweet. Um, you know, yeah, that moment when we got into the park, that's one of those where whenever people ask me about, uh, like the grand Canyon, I tell them that story. Cause it's like, you know, going in, we're like, Oh, let's just get to the visitor center first. And then I, you know, you're like, Oh yeah. You know, cause it's, I mean, it's a Canyon, you know, it's just kind of, it's, it's going to be cool. But, and then you go and you get like, even just a little peak and you're like, Oh, nah pull this puppy over we had to check it out now because it, it's different it's uh it, pictures don't do it justice well and what was interesting too i think is how we decided to enter the park right we came in through the north what or the east entrance the northeast mm-hmm. entrance or whatever they call it yeah well we were on the south part of the south rim Right. No, yeah, we were on the South Rim, but that east entrance to the South Rim, because uh, we we drove that highway that day and we said, we'll come in here and we'll drop down and go to our campsite. And I think that's a really cool way to experience the Grand Canyon too, coming in that way for the first time like that, because of just how the way it built up as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, because a lot of people do, they do come through the Cayenta, uh, I think is the name of the town, or that, that yeah, because there, there's that town right there outside it. Right. 
Right. And that town is the one that uh, we ate at the McDonald's. Good McDonald's. We've eaten at a lot of National Park McDonald's like that, right on the border towns. Mm-hmm. I've, I've noticed like Rocky Mountain. I think we've done Olympic. I think we've done. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, when you're in it's a pinch, you're moving quick. Well, I know. It's easy. Uh, I'm not a huge fan of McDonald's, though. <laughs> I know you're not. And it's it's funny because it's just like, I remember that there. But no, Grand Canyon, it was, it's a good top four top five i think it'll i think it's one of those that'll hang around there so for sure i could see it i could see it the wild west is full of dangers from snakes to bears the outdoorsman must be prepared that is why when you experience rivers like the san juan or the yellowstone you must bring a blue ribbon net handcrafted and biodegradable these classic wooden fishing nets are all you need while on the river Make sure to use code RUGARU10 when checking out at Blue Ribbon Nets. Again, the code is RUGARU10. R-U-G-A-R-U-1-0. In need of LED lights for your vehicle? Look no further than our friends at Oxteo, keeping our vehicles well lit while on the road while looking for Bigfoot. Make sure to use code RUGARU, R-U-G-A-R-U, on your next set of LED lights. Hey, hey there, Reverend. Um, I heard that you might be running dry on your sticker supplier. Yeah, I've been looking around and I've kind of like run out of cool stickers to buy and put on water bottles and stuff. Well, I, I mean, have you seen the stuff Josh has been coming out with lately? No, I have not. Well, he is doing some really cool stuff with the Shop LS574. Yes, they're working with indigenous communities and making some really cool stickers um he has a really cool buffalo mountain sticker there's even water bottles hats sweatshirts the whole swag and we even got a discount code for you guys yes if you use wandering ways at shop ls574 you're going to be getting a discount on your next purchase but not only that you're going to be giving a percentage of that sale to the little shell tribe as well as they donate a dollar of every sale to murdered and missing indigenous women. So just such a cool thing going on there. You know, you use the code wandering ways, W-A-N-D-E-R-I-N-G-W-A-Y-S, and you put that in there, boom, you're getting a discount. All right, so uh, I mean, all of these, I, there's a common thing across my top five and your top five. Uh, Lee, I know this for sure. Uh, each <laughs> one of these parks is full of some cool shit. And speaking of, it's time for my favorite segment. Uh, this week, I got a picture and I got a video. And uh, I was just looking at the video right before we got on and uh there's a little caption on it. I didn't even notice the caption, um, but it's some pretty cool news to go with some cool shit. So it will be worth it uh, when we get to it, um, when I sh- when we show it. So the first one, uh, it's a doozy of a picture. It's an absolute, absolute beaut uh, of a picture. Um, oh. This one, it's Patagonia in autumn. Um Patagonia is on my bucket list of places to go, um, just hands down. 
Yeah, we need to, you know, after this Iceland trip, I think Patagonia is kind of like one of the next ones on the list. I don't know. Maybe we'll have to do another wish list episode to see what lines up when it comes to the wish lists. Can you uh, can you get a job that like low key, if I could pay you what you make to just be the wandering ways guy and that would be your title, the wandering ways guy. You you think we can make that happen and just travel the world? I mean, I would probably travel the world um, for for what I make now. <laughs> That's not hard. That's but... what I mean. Like if we could get if we could get some sponsors to say, hey, yes, we'll go to Patagonia, we'll go to Chile, we'll go to these places. Pay Mark what what he makes, and then you don't. Then you're there. Then you don't have to worry about taking a Tuesday off in July. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but no, this this picture for people that are just listening, uh, it's a picture of Patagonia in uh, autumn. You see the mountains, the river. Uh, is a very well done photograph. Um, they took a fabulous, they did a fabulous job with it. Great colors, shadowing, lighting, all that great, great stuff. Um, uh, moving on to the next one, the video. It's a National Geographic one. It's just a bunch of bears. Um, fun fact, uh, the one that we're looking, it's a bunch of cuts, um, but there's the, the uh, part where the bears are next to the falls and there's like all the fish jumping, like crazy amount. I've actually been to that spot, this spot that's uh, on right now. Uh, that's in Katmai National Park. Um, but here's the cool news part of the cool shit in nature and it's this it's on this caption and it has to do so 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 uh if you're not if you don't follow along which i don't blame you if you don't follow along for this it's not ever up everyone's cup of tea but i'm gonna read it for you on january 31st the epa moved to conserve Alaska's Bristol Bay under the Clean Water Act protecting one of the world's most productive wild salmon habitats from a proposed open pit copper and gold mine called Pebble Mine. After decades of controversy over the mine, the decision is considered a win for the environment, for the bay's salmon fishing industry, and the region's many Alaskan native communities who depend on salmon for subsistence. It also means the brown bears of the Alaskan pen Peninsula, which gather in largest numbers seen anywhere on Earth, now have the, their habitat protected too. Absolutely awesome news. I have been uh, sharing it on my uh, Instagram, the news for it. I had no idea that this video was also sharing that news when I picked it out. I just thought it was cool seeing the fish and the bears. Um, but it's even cooler because it's sharing that information. Um, you know, I always told people when it came to going and sitting in a picket line and actually protesting, it would be against this pebble mine. I tell many and many of people that because how devastating that mine would have been for that environment. That's crazy. Cause that's been, that's been, you've, I've heard, you've been hearing about that for a long time. For real, for real, for real, for real. Anyways, uh, that's, that's our cool shit in nature. Uh, this week we're going to jump on 
We're going to swim on back. We're going to wander our way back to our top five. We're going to hit it with my number three. Uh, it's a new one in the group. Had never before seen the top five. Uh, I think I've just gained a great uh, more appreciation for this park. Um, I keep kind of low key trying to figure a way to get back there because uh, there's just more stuff to do, and it's just it's just cool as hell. Um, but sitting at number three is Olympic National Park. You motherfucker! You. Sorry for the children listening, but my number three also joining my list and kicking Zion out wasn't there before is Olympic at number three. <laughs> no, no, we did not share these lists with each other beforehand. If you couldn't tell, no. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, yeah. I, it's exactly it keeps climbing it's every time you go there you're like i want more yeah you find something else that you're like oh there's a bike trail here oh there's a hot springs oh there's a yeah this i can do oh like it's close to seattle i can go do that for the weekend and then jump over there and come back down to oregon that way and yeah there's there's just there's a lot of variety for this park um there's there 100 good old bigfoot's there um there's just cool stuff i mean the whole rainforest is legit uh the soul duck that area is also cool as hell hurricane ridge super cool uh those are the only places i've been i know that there's even cooler stuff at uh, the enchanted valley i really want to get in there uh, that would be super, super cool to get in and uh, um, camp, do some backcountry into the Enchanted Valley there. Um, that'd be like really, really legit. <laughs> well, and don't they say like the largest concentration of black bears in the like area is in that like Ho Rainforest, Enchanted Valley area in this part, you know, like. Yeah, I think in the Enchanted Valley, because the Enchanted Valley is a little bit, a little bit south of the Ho. Right in that yes 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 that area that yeah but I do want to, like how cool would it to be see a fucking black bear walking around in that stuff that just wooded yeah. you know mossy kind of like what you got behind you just the tree's not as big yeah yeah a hundred percent you know <laughs> there's there's a lot of bio density in the in this park and so I think that's what kind of makes it cool um, it's one of the few kind of parks that I think is equally as awesome if not better when it's raining when it's very wet um you know i i i got the pleasure of spending kind of a weekend up there by myself um kind of in and i saw some real cool things you know when i did it and i was there by myself i had a lot of rain too and you know so it, it was all worth it that and more um it's just it's olympic it's it, it, there's something there's something magical about it no there really is um me and matt were you know we went last year for the bigfoot conference and really had a good time and checked it out and uh it rained on us it's beautiful in the rain like you say it's just that other it adds like another element um 
Matt wasn't really prepared and wanting to hike around. He was wanting to drive around and go to places, which there's nothing wrong with that. There's a lot of cool stuff around there. Um, it was an interesting trip, kind of spur of the moment, not really a purpose behind it, you know, other than going to that Bigfoot conference. And it really, that turned out to be kind of not a dud. It was just our first one, you know, so we were one of five vendors and it was cool. Something to try, something to do. Um, but it rained on us and it, my tent got super soaked and I was over it. And I was just like, you know, Matt, let's just call it early. You can head home early. I can head home early and we can figure this out another time. Um, Cause there's just some of those trips like that, that you got to do that on. But it also left me wanting more. Cause it's like, if I come up here again, I want to be more prepared and I want, like, if I'm going to camp in the, like in the Olympics and it's raining, I want a tent that has a rain tarp. I like, I don't have a good rain tarp on my tent. Mm. So all like all the above, like I just need to figure out that. that <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. I, you, you gotta be prepared for the rain. Um, if you're not prepared for the rain, the rain really sucks. But if you're prepared for the rain, the rain can really add something to it. Right. I, I mean, it's beautiful. Olympics. It beautiful. And, and if you can get Hurricane Ridge or even that Pyramid Peak on a good, clear day, man, that's beautiful. It is. It is. It is. It is. Um, <clears throat> well, since we happen to share our number three, uh, again, last time we shared our number three parks, and this time we're sharing our number three parks uh, had Zion, and now we both switched it to olympic yeah yeah so uh that's ironic um but you know that just uh proves why uh you know we work well together um <laughs> moving on to number two on my list number two it's a banger of a park i near and dear to my heart i love this park uh, it is just there's something special about it. Um, been fortunate enough to be in it a lot. Um, and I'm gonna go number two is Glacier National Park. Interesting, interesting. It's also my number two, yeah. But it was your number one, it was, it was my number one last time. It bumped, I mean. Glacier, it, Glacier's awesome. It really is awesome. Um, you know, there's something special to it. Uh, the chalet is do was dope as fuck. I there's, I still, this, this I you know if if life really is a simulation, the simulation was on point up there at the uh, chalet because I mean <laughs> the, the views were spectacular. That was the A team in designers, huh? Yeah, yeah, the, they really got the coding done well <laughs> up there. That was that was the 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 good the the day crew, not the night night shift. Yeah, uh, but uh, yeah, no, but like you're absolutely that right. That chalet, and I. And I know Matt Buddy and Tyler, it hasn't quite clicked in their heads yet. I know for sure. And because it really hasn't even quite clicked in mine. But when's the next time we will really do something like that? Oh, I know for real. It's the chalet, you know, if you get a, the chance to do a chalet and glacier, 
you know, this is why it makes like number one, number two on lists like this is it, it's, it's phenomenal. The whole experience was phenomenal. Like I'm excited. I want to do the Highline Trail to the Shalom. Yes. Yeah, we, we might not stay there, but we can get a snack there. Yeah. We can plan a way, hike down to our car that the way we wanted to go if we did it right again. There's so much to Glacier. There's so much more that we want to see and do and experience that I'm just like, uh you could spend a lifetime there you really could um i yeah i you know there when it comes to glacier you know everyone's like well how many days should i spend in glacier um not enough <laughs> not enough it, it's hard it's hard to get like if you're going to glacier like one time like it's it's hard to get like the real all of glacier like it, it's just there's not enough time <laughs> well and i think you know that like when you talk about like logan's pass and the road it was and what like the feet that it was too you're right because it's so hard to get to some of those places like think of hidden lake hiking down into hidden lake how much of a bitch that was and hiking yeah. back out of that like to get to some of those lakes and some of those mountains and those places in glacier is just really like hard and yeah. to do that and to see that like yeah it's it is one of those like you can really just get lost and explore it and love it i mean that's why they call it the crown of the continent right you know it is special yeah i it really is you know, and it's one of those where, you know, if you, you could spend, spend four, four days in Glacier and you get back and you're like, man, you know, we did this, 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 and this. And then you start your algorithm on your, on Instagram changes and all of a sudden a bunch of Glacier pops up and you're like, I had no idea that was even in Glacier because of stuff that's popping up. And you're like, well, now, now I have to go back. And that happens Every time I've gone to Glacier and I've, you know, I've been fortunate enough to go, um, run, I think four or five times. It's up there. I mean, I like it. I like Glacier. It's a beautiful park. It's a great park. I mean, I have the two medicine, you know, rising wolf and Cinnabon. That's right. Directly where our family comes from are those two people, those two mountains. Mm -hmm. Um, it has special history in that sense. You know, my grand, my grandpa's dad was born in a Canyon somewhere just outside Glacier Park uh, in the Hills. My grandpa was one of the first native American horseback Rangers in the park in the sixties. Um, it was just, uh, it, there's a lot to it that I really like and enjoy. Um there's a lot of stories. I was glad I was able to share that like chief mountain with you, taking you up there to show you that, show you the prayer bundles in the, in the trees and the, in the, you know, like to think like that road, like, bro, like no one else is getting up there. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that, to get where we got, like there's some special places uh, in that park for sure. And I was thinking about it earlier and I was, it, I almost want to go back to our wandering ways first days our quartz lake days that first trip to glacier and like i would love to just go back and you know to when we're sitting there by the lake that first night after that freaking first hike not even that first hike 
but going down to the, the hidden link on that first hike and it's just saying like hey guys like you're going to go here this many times you're going to do all this in glacier in the next freaking five six years you know what i mean like to yeah. think like wow like i wouldn't have expected it at that time in my life for sure yeah no i i wouldn't have either um <clears throat> it, yeah it was a lot of memories in glacier um, for sure. A lot of great, fabulous memories, um, there. And that's why, that's why it's, it's number two. It's a tough one. It's a tough park to beat. Not going to lie. It really um, is. But there was a park that beat it. There was a park that beat it. Uh, this one's trended upwards. I think, yeah, well, my surprise, this is the one I was thinking was going to be, you know, like up there. I didn't realize it would climb all the way. Yeah, no, I mean, yeah, I, so spoiler, <laughs> my number one, uh, it's the stuff behind me, it's the Redwoods, the Redwoods, uh, Redwoods National Park, um, you know, it's, it's my number one, it's just, it's just different, you know, it, I still don't have good words to describe the park when you're in amongst these trees doing their thing, there's a definite magic to it uh there's an aura there's an energy there's just something about it um that has made that makes this park so so unique and just special in that way uh and so that's that's you know it, it's neck and neck with glacier it's a tough one uh, but there's just the redwoods have a such a magic and just something special about them that gives them the knot for me. Well, and you live there. Yeah, I, I think that helps with it, you know. You have that connection of being able to like see them on those, you know, and not just like, you know, I love like Matt. I lived in Montana. Dude, you didn't even live there for summer. Like you lived there fall, winter, and spring. You and then you got out. Like you were you lived there for how what three years four years yeah i was there for three years right so to really get there and experience it so you have highs you have lows you have rainy days you have sunny days you have cold days you have hot days. i even have the rare snow days in the redwoods exactly so you were able to like really get that full experience of what that place and what that area of the world has to offer and there's just certain places you do travel to and go to even though they are remote they are special in those ways and like you know go to boat go to big sky montana people live there year round you know go to you know honolulu hawaii people live there year round there's different things to experience in those places they're not just like those vacation destinations or those tourist destinations right so for them to really grow on you. Yeah, for sure. I could see. And I, I I thought I was curious if the Redwoods would move up because honestly, when I was listening to our top five, I was surprised they were that, that there on your list. I mean, I, I guess looking at your old list with Jasper and Banff on there. Yeah. Cause they, they, you know, you throw those two parks, like those are yeah. goddamn like they're similar to glacier in that way but like, yeah the banff and jasper are very glacier-esque um when it comes down to it but you have uh, a you, yeah yeah i 
I have a theme this time, biodensity. <laughs> Bio the, you know, a lot of biodensity and green. Uh, you know, two of my top three are very green areas and very wet areas. No, they're and they're great. They, you know, two of your top three, fucking three, four, Yellowstone and Glacier are wet too. Yeah, uh, well, they're they're wet in a different way. It's a different kind of wet. In their way, in their good way. Yeah, snow. You know, they get a lot of snow. They don't get a lot of rain. No, but they get that green in the spring. They do. And there's great flowers in uh, Glacier and Yellowstone. Yeah. Well, but, no, no, um, surprise, no surprise to anybody. My number uno, my number one, Yellowstone. It oh, was, shoot. I thought it was going to be Hawaii Volcanoes. You know, that one, I, I thought about it because I was like, that would change it up, you know, throw something on the list, change it up. And I was like, Hawaii Volcanoes, like, it's one of those now, I'm not going back to the Big Island for the National Park. Yeah, no, I'm I'm not surprised that Yellowstone is your, you're still your number one, Um, you know, I I, I bet you all the wanderers listening are like, oh, I already know his number one. Yeah. Right. I yeah. Mean, it's too much of it's one of those parks that like I it's the park I grew up in. It's the park that is closest to home. It's the park I spend the most time in. It's the park I propose to Thea in. It's every time you go there, you have a different special encounter with an animal or something like with how many times I've gone, every trip is new and exciting no matter how many times I've like done it, you know, how many times I've used that, you know, porta potty or I've used that pit toilet, you know, like pulled over yeah. and got out. Like you, you realize like, I don't know. And then it's with the people like to take, to take someone there for their first time to Yellowstone. Oh, it's phenomenal. Like you get like you you just the, the experience right? like oh my god the wow whoa what um and it's I don't know I I enjoy the shit out of it I enjoy Yellowstone um I, I'm disappointed because I really wanted to go snowmobiling this year in Yellowstone and get to go go to Old Faithful that way um but I was talking to Thea and she she was like well we can plan for it next year as like a a plan. So that's cool. So I want to do that. And then this year, because hopefully the roads are all good to go and open, which they are. Um, and I have been in the park since they've opened that new. So the old wagon road, right? Mm -hmm. And we drive it to get into Mammoth there. So, you know, like the, how you, like when you're at the bottom of Mammoth, you drive by all the buildings and then you hang a right to go down and exit out to Gardner. Yeah. So instead of going right, you go left right there. And that road turns into the old road that came up and it goes up a different way. And what's really cool, I mean, it's really steep and has some sharp corners because, you know, wagons back in the day. Yeah. But interesting, it's where the bison all bed down in that area. So you just see like the like the way the hills are, all these bison are just like chilling and elk just chilling there. Um, cause you know, you see them in the area standing in the trees and bushes, but like, no, they, I wonder if they did that to like move the cars and stuff away. I mean, probably. 
but it uh it's interesting it's beautiful i want to get into the park i want to do the full park i want to get over to the other side especially with jared because i know he hasn't been over there Mm -hmm. Uh, and he's easy to get going to do things like that so um, yeah and, then, and he's easy one to convince to go into that park because uh he lives even closer than you yeah he lives what 20 miles yeah. from the border or from the gate they went and shot a bison that came out of the park him and colton yeah i saw i saw um that they had uh, uh harvested a bison there yeah, no, they uh they right by Yellowstone Hot Springs of all places. So if you ever go right, right there, right behind it across the river, they uh they ran into a fishing game guy. They were talking to him. They asked, Yeah, is that state land? Can we take one of those? And he's like, Yeah, you're good to go. And apparently they got the bison, they went back, the game warden watched it for them. They went back, got the loader, loaded it up onto the truck, drove it back up to the shop, skinned it, gutted it. And then all that meat's going to go straight up to the little shell tribal people. Nice. There you go. Some good subsistence hunting. Yeah. Zen Colton. Colton, go get it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So uh, we updated. It's been two years uh, since we've done our top fives. Um, they've changed. Some have, some things have, some things haven't. You know, that's that's what happens. You know, you, your top five, those things change, and that's fine. That's part of the that's part of the thing about moving on. Nothing just stays. The only thing, only constant is change. Um, but you know, maybe two years from now we'll do it again, and we'll see. Maybe there'll be some Iceland parks in there. Um, you know, so stay tuned. Go back, check out that old top five. Listen to why we were thinking that way. Uh, it's spread across two episodes. It's the only top five that's spread across two different episodes. Uh, so that's a little uh, treasure treat for the Wanderers back there at 19 and 20, early days of the podcast. Um, Jan 2021, January 2021. That is earlier because I think we launched August 2020. We did August 2020. You know, we had only been been a thing for what five four months at that time. Nineteen nineteen twenty weeks at that time. Yeah, yeah, exactly. There you go. <laughs> uh, one doesn't uh, need one doesn't need to put in months when you can just have the weeks. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, um, we're gonna move on because it's that time. It's time for our final words, and so final words, my guy. Well, you kind of hinted at it um, with going to Iceland here. And I don't know if I've dropped this yet or if you're unfamiliar or you're just tuning in for the first time and you had a good time. And uh, I did order, in fact, I've been playing the eBay game and I bought a Canon 90D camera. So I upgraded the 70 to the 90 and get some good, good, good photos. And then I went out and got the long lens because supposedly there's a chance we can see puffins in Iceland, and I'm not going to fuck that one up, <laughs> as they say. <laughs> so that's kind of, I mean, that's exciting. So we want to we wanna get some good shots, some good photos, um, and enjoy our time uh, while we're out there. I'm excited. I want to, you know, Matt Buddy's coming out. Well, I'm going out to Oregon 
next week. And then Matt Buddy's coming out here. And we're going to go ice fishing for him for the first time. And uh, if you get on the Wandering Ways YouTube or possibly the Rougarou YouTube, um, you'll be able to see the interview. I have an interview prepared with Matt Buddy ice fishing since it's his first time. So I have some questions for him and then we'll get those answered in the ice hut. So uh, stay tuned if you're interested in that saga. But Reverend, I'm going to hand it back to you. <laughs> uh, Reverend, final words of wisdom. Stay beautiful, everybody. I can't tell you how much I appreciate every single one of you for listening all the way through. Uh, it really does mean a lot. Um, you know, final words. I mean, just, just go out there, stay beautiful. I got, I do have some exciting news. I'm working on my summer, things to do in the summer. Uh, and I have signed up for a 50 mile bike race. So that's super exciting. It's in the early parts of July. Um, so I have, that is, and I'm hopefully going to lock in two other races this summer. I'm looking for a half marathon and I'm looking for a triathlon to do, uh, the bike race is in Prineville, Oregon. Um, so kind of more of that central, um, just works out. It's a really good time, um, to do it. Uh, I'm probably going to get my ass kicked because, uh, while I am a good biker, uh, or cycler and I'm, I'm a good cycler in terms of triathletes, uh, but compared to people that ride as their sport, holy shit. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, that's part of it. Uh, also, other thing, I, I have been playing, flirting with the idea of getting a new camera. Um, I don't know if I'm going to pull the trigger on it, but I have flirted with the idea. Um, so who knows? Maybe that will be in the future. Um, but with that being said, peace out, everybody. Bye.